Welcome to another episode of Meta Athletes Playbook. We're bringing our coaches' insights directly to our community. And uh, B, it's it's been an exciting time. Obviously, um, you know, we did one podcast in the new year, but um, Bitcoin ETF, like just right off the bat, yeah. you know, I'll shoot it up to you right now. Like, what does that mean to you? I mean, it's to me, it's such an exciting time. It's also kind of like a, um, it's just a big, uh, for me, it's, it's, it's really just confirmation to like all these people yeah. like, oh, crypto is a scam, crypto, you know, what are you doing crypto? Why are you spending all this time there? It's like, well, now the biggest financial institutions in the world are are revolving around it and, and trying to like last minute squeeze in their opportunities to, to have a piece of this pie. And so I think it's a really exciting time, but it's also great confirmation for, you know, people like me, you, the rest of the meta athletes community yeah. to, to be early to something. And there's like this running joke of like, hey, look, we just front read BlackRock and we front read all these, <laughs> these fidelity, all these big institutions that um, are, are so widely known for owning the financial industry. And, and, and these guys are all paying attention now. So um, before we jump into today's, today's topic, B, what do you think? What's, what's the first impression that you're getting from this news? I think we talked about uh, conviction last on last week's episode, and I think that's what uh, that's probably the word that comes relevant when uh, you know the ETF got approved. Is that you know our conviction got rewarded? I think we're going to get rewarded, you know, for the rest of the year going into 2025. But I think uh, the conviction that we were able to have and understanding not just like crypto as a financial means, but all just like as a as a tech right as, as truly trying to understand the technology of it and how it's a game changer to the internet as we know it um for the fact that all these financial institutions and people that don't understand the difference between heart, uh hot wallets cold wallets well, even what blockchain is they they want <clears throat> they know and they understand that they want to have a little bit of uh of, of allocation in their portfolios to this technology and and bitcoin is it and then i think i i saw another one this morning that uh that BlackRock wants to create a an ETH ETF. So you know, I, it, I was uh, just about to bring that up and, and follow up on that because, when I think it's it's incredible. You know, Bitcoin is kind of like the digital standard of, of of cryptocurrency, and you know, people equate it to being like gold and yeah. And but there there's not a lot. We're starting to see it now with Bitcoin ordinals and mm. and attaching and building on top of uh on top of the chain. But in terms of like uh, outside experiences, cultural experiences, but when people think about building on blockchain. A lot of people are it's, it's thinking about Ethereum, right? Yeah. Ethereum, and maybe even Polygon, and a few of these others. But, but that news is, is incredible because this Bitcoin ETF approval now makes it very real. You know, like mm-hmm. there's there is a strong community of Bitcoin across the world, of course, but in NFTs and especially in I would say this this movement of building and building the next variation of the web, it's definitely Ethereum. It's and so. And so to me, it's like, okay, this just became very real. And I think I saw the same tweet that you saw where yeah. um, uh, the the BlackRock CEO mentioned that, you know, it would probably make sense to have an Ethereum ETF as well. So I don't know if that comes through this year. I think somebody in our, one of our groups posted that they have to make an approval decision on that by like the end of, you know, I think it was like August or something like that of this year. Okay. That's the and time. so I think there's a lot of momentum that can be driven into it. But um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's conviction and it's also, it's really just... Um, you know, one of the other words that we always talk about too is just is just staying on top of it and, and and honestly consistency. You know, like us being consistent. I mean, we could have dropped out and not seen this you know this Bitcoin ETF and and who knows what it's gonna do for. I think short term, you know, this is something that we talked about in our chats, like short term might not make a huge difference, but I think over the, the course of the next three to six months, I think it's that's when it'll become very apparent yeah. the power of, of this financial um 
it's really just an asset tool. Mm. And so we'll, we'll see what that looks like moving forward. But, um, B as, as part of meta athletes and our ethos and lot, everything that we, we stand for, we, you know, we're always talking about learn, grow, develop, um, you know, win as a team. Um, one of the big things I think you and I really embody is just continuous learning. And, yeah. um, you know, so a lot of people around this time are, you know, they're thinking about resolutions. They're thinking about how can this year, how can we, how can we commit to something this year that maybe was a, a struggle in the past? And so around that conversation, you know, I thought maybe you and I could talk about, um, something that maybe we're setting as a goal for ourselves and how, mm-hmm. how we plan to attack that. Right. And so, um, and don't laugh at me, but, but my, uh, my goal set for this year is goal setting is, is really staying true to, um, something that I've done in the past and it's always been helpful. Um, but for whatever reason I get away from it, um, you know, one or two days I slip and then it turns into three, four days. And for me, it's, a, it's journaling and it's this journal, the specific journal that I use, um, Dom, I'll have to send you the link and maybe we can get in the, in the show notes, but it's, to me, it's the perfect journal for somebody that if they don't like to stare at blank pages and, and they want these prompts daily, oh, yeah. um, what, what I love about it is it prompts you for short-term and long-term. So it's, it's prompting you for what are you going to do today and, and why are you going to do it and how is it, you know, why is that going to be significant? But it also helps you with reflection on previous prompts. And then also, um, you know, s- some of the days it, it really derives I think um, purpose for what is it you're looking to do long term, and and are these are these micro actions and goals you know setting you up for success? And so, I think it's a great journal. It's probably like I don't know, like 15 bucks or something, and it, it provides you a year worth of prompts. And it, it's um, I just got it off Amazon, so I'll have to find the link and, and send it, and, and we'll drop it in there. But for me, B, I think when I start my day with being prompted on what are your top three objectives today. You know, how do you plan on doing it? Yeah. Why are these things important to you? It just quickly brings everything like really top of mind, but also it, it forces you to continuously think about these things. And, um, you know, something that's really helpful for me is like just being able to cross things off the list. And so, mm. you know, jotting down that's three great. things, whether it's an email, whether it's, you know, build out this campaign, whether it's, you know, prepare notes and analytics for an upcoming meeting, a report for a meeting. Um, I love just being able to, to jot it down and then cross it off. So then for me, that's... Um, not only the feeling of success, but it's also like, um, it just, it's progress, right. Versus if you just keep everything in your brain and you try to remember, you know, I might get to this, I might do this today. Um, there's just something satisfying for me to like, boom, knock it off, knock it off. And then, then you get in that mode of like being really effective in the morning to, to understand what you have to do, prioritize, and then, and then knock it no knock it off. And so for me, goal setting, um, it's, it's like this special balance of manifesting plus knowing exactly what I need to do and having a target. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's something that we've talked about all the time, but um, you know, there's been some great examples where I'll write something down and these things will just come true. And it's not magic. It's, you know, I'm looking for a videographer. Next thing you know, I'm on LinkedIn or I'm on Twitter putting this, putting this message out there and I'm getting hits and then I find a videographer. Right. And so it, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they talk about what they want and, and they, they, I think they put some energy towards wishing for things, but mm-hmm. there's just something powerful about putting it to paper and, and just maybe even writing down multiple times. You know, I, I know this guy who would write down these, uh, he would call it his dream notebook. He would write it down every day if he needed to and write it down every day until, until he got closer to that goal or until it was accomplished. And I think that um, it's just a powerful tool that we all have and, and we all forget about. Um, but part of that goal set is also 
gratitude practice. And it's it's uh, really, you know, just jotting down everything that, that's happened Great. recently, happened, you know, and things that happened long-term. Um, but it's something that I think is, is massively important to just celebrate um, what's been going on, right? But you're slowly training your brain to look for that positive. You're slowly training your brain to, to make sure that, um, you know, the imposter syndrome or the negativity or uh, some of these other factors that uh, just don't creep in and take over. And so in addition to more, you know, productivity as a business owner, um, for me, it's also, a, it's a practice of um, gratitude and really like overall happiness, you know, like training my brain over time to realize if I sit down and I write these things um, and I can find a hundred things that I'm grateful for today, that's that's pretty incredible, you know, to, to be able to have a list of, of these things that maybe you don't think about on a day-to-day basis, but when you write it down and you realize you know, air, water, shell, you, know, yeah. you just, you get in this mode of like writing down things. And then to me, it, it snowballs into like, holy shit, I have a whole list of these you things. You have a lot of things, yeah. Right? And so I think it's a, it's an incredible practice um, because it it's, it's to me, it's like brainstorming and, and creativity. You know, you, you sit down with somebody and, and you talk about things and maybe you start off with some shitty ideas, but then it, it slowly gets like a little bit better and then you build upon it and then you, you debate a little bit and then you find a superior product uh, or a superior idea. And that's kind of how I envision, you know, journaling with myself. It's like, hey, I'm going to jot, you know, maybe the simple one, everybody's going to laugh at, you know, being able to breathe as, as gratitude. But then, you know, being able to breathe turns into being able to walk, being able to walk turns mm-hmm. into being able to work, being able to work turns into being able to earn a living, right? So all these things kind of, it, it, for me, it snowballs into something where I'm like, man, I do have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. And, uh, and that constant reminder, you know, it, it's kind of like this, this balance of like power fighting each other. It's like the, the more you can be grateful and, and recognize it, the, the more good um, that can be kind of pushed forward to, to combat some of the, you know, we see a lot of negativity in today's world. I think that. Um, it's a superpower. It's a superpower to be able to train your brain to do so. So, um, productivity and being effective in the in the morning is huge for me. And then, um, you know, whatever it might be, but I think when I think about it, like, why do I want to practice gratitude in my journaling? It's to remind myself that I have a lot to be grateful for and to, and to, um, and happiness is that choice, right. Of, of of being able to think about, you know, one way or another and, and having that perspective about it. So, um, for me, be my goal set is goal setting, and I think that uh, for the way that I really just plan to attack it is first thing in the morning, right where I sit at my desk, my journal's right here, right next to my computer. It's the first thing I do right before I jump into work, and you know, there's no excuse. I don't wait late in the day. I just kind of set myself up for success by by knocking it out first thing in the morning, and it's only one thing, right? And that one thing, I think, you know, will turn into three or four really good ones for that day. And so that's the one thing that I want to do every single day. So I'm putting it out there, putting it out to the community, putting it out to you. Uh, so people can keep, you know, help keep me accountable if they want to. But um, that's my big one for this year is, is really just dial in uh, my goal setting practices. So uh, B, I'll shoot it over to you. Uh, if you have any thoughts about that. And then uh, if you, uh, if you want to dive into what you got for this year. Yeah, I think, uh, I think one of the most important things, impactful things you said is, is when you write things down, you're going to give them power. Right. When I say this to athletes all the time is the words that you speak into existence, you're giving them meaning. Right. And so like when an athlete tells me, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that or or, this is too hard. I'm like, well, it's going to directly impact the actions that you decide to take. Like if those are the words you're choosing, like it's going to have a direct impact upon your nervous system, your the way your muscles are going to get recruited, your actions. And so, yeah, you're you're giving them meaning right now and you're giving them power. 
So let's make sure that we the words that we decide to use or the things that we're going to write down, let's make them impactful so that we can there can be more actionable steps taken towards them so we can accomplish whatever it is that we're going to set out to accomplish, yeah. whether it be a pull-up, a push-up, uh, complete this interval, or, you know, uh, making a certain body composition goal, or you know, getting a certain amount of stats like that. That's, that's, that's the important thing is, is understanding if you're going to write it down, then you're going to attach some meaning to it. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. Like, so I, I don't set a lot of goals for myself. Like, right. I have, I have my athlete set goals. Um, right. I try not to be too much of a long-term thinker. Obviously I think of long-term things, um, but I don't want to get lost in those long-term things. Cause I've noticed for myself sometimes um, in the past it takes away from my day to day. It takes away from the the minute details that allow me to accomplish those big things on a daily basis. And so, you know, we reference shop wood carry water so much, and it's and it's yep. um it's it's one thing that I, I really um I live right. I, I live in the process, and I try to be as present as I can. And that's and I said it last week. Um, that's one thing that I'm really trying to get better at is. Um, there's so many distractions, right? There's so many distractions that, that we all have in our daily lives and me, and me, me especially with so many things happening and so many things that I, that I'm kind of like dipping my toes in. And it's, uh, it's the power of being present is something that I'm really trying to work on a daily basis. And, you know, the fact that you said journaling, you know, I think that's probably something I can get better at too. Like, I think that will help me keep, stay a little bit more present. Right. Um, but there are things that like, there's things that I do want to accomplish, right? Obviously, uh, to see my team succeed, right? To to try to win championships and all those types of things. And there were some instances there's this week, um, actually, where um, we had to, you know, get back to our details just a little bit better, more. We had to get back to our culture. Like we talked about culture. Right. Um, and there's some things that were just slipping, um, some things that were just kind of happening that weren't helping us accomplish the goals that we want to, which is to try to win a championship at the end, at the end of the day. And this is, this was some multiple teams and um, we had to get back to um, understanding our non-negotiables, but more importantly, understanding just uh, the standards that we have for each other and the standards that we set for, for ourselves. And that was, um, you know, long-term goals to try to win a championship of the present moment. Like that's one thing that we had to get, we had to get through to the kids that we had and get them to understand that where we are right now, the things that we're currently doing are not good enough. Like that we have to strive to become just a little bit better with our day-to-day actions, not fully ourselves, but how we speak to each other and how we try to treat each other and how we try to hold each other to a higher standard. And we had this this quote up on our, our screen, um, culture isn't just enforced when a coach says something, culture is enforced when a teammate tells you tells each yeah. other to become a little bit better. And so that was a, uh, a minute goal, right? Uh, a little, sorry, not a minute goal. It's just a minute little step in the process to try to help us achieve a goal that we have set for ourselves, which is try to win. Um, another goal that I kind of have long-term for, for this year, especially is to make my money work for me, right? Yep. Is to try to, this is a concept I learned from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you've ever read mm-hmm. the book or if anybody has, of course, one of the biggest lessons that I ever got from that book is to um, have your money work for you. And uh, it, when it's sitting in a bank account, it's not necessarily working for you, right? Like the, the interest that you're going to gain from is going to be very minute and very, very minimal in the long-term things. And there's things that we need to do from a family standpoint where, whether, you know, pay for sports or pay for school, right? where, you know, I want to have my money work for me, where we can try to put ourselves in better positions to be able to achieve 
um, these things that we want for our family, right? And so that's that's a long-term goal that we have for this year. Um, but when I have that goal in mind, it tries, I have to be present, right? Like we talked yeah. about at the beginning. I'm like, and it had to be, I have to become a little bit more cognizant of what are the things on a day-to-day basis that I can learn or who can I talk to to help my money work for me just a little bit more. And thankfully, I have you, right? Thankfully, I've got some other friends that we made within Web3 to try to help us understand um, what certain market conditions are, where might be a certain place that we can invest in a short-term basis. Right. I try to have our money work out for us in the best way possible. So um, I don't know if I answered the question per se or, or, or given enough insight on what my goals are. Like I do have ideas and, and things that I want to accomplish long-term. But they're meaningless unless I unless I focus short term in in the present moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Gary Vee has this concept of like be cognizant and and understand your macro, but your execution and speed has to be in the micro. And I think that that's kind of a lot of things that you're talking about is you know the goal might be to win the national championship, but we don't even come close to that unless we're we're present and and the micro, yeah. right? The daily process. And so um, I think that makes complete sense. And uh, I love what you said about, you know, this year making your money work for you. I think that that's, um, it's something that it's, it's not a, it's not a concept that everybody gets. No. Um, I would say, I would say that people might understand it at a, at a very, um, you know, at a very high level that might understand it, but what actions need to take place and what type of mentality do you need to have through that process? I think is, is really tough for some people. Um, I just watched this video yesterday and this guy's like, you know, how long have you worked for um, at this company and how much have you saved up? And this guy said he worked for 13 years and saved up $5,000. And, oh my God. you know, I was just like, in my head, I'm just like, man, it sounds crazy, you know, because there's there's a couple of investment opportunities I've had this year where I haven't had to work that hard and the, the return has been incredible. And then you, you start to, over time, realize that there's more and more opportunities like this out there. Um Rich dad, poor dad, you know, does a great job of explaining that that process and mm. you know how it compounds over time and and all these benefits to to being an early investor. But also, another great insight from that book was the idea of um, becoming a business owner versus an employee, right? Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of similar in concept of it's not that you're doing less work and earning more; it's you're able to put systems into place where you're able to earn through your your risk of being a business owner or your risk of being an investor and being able to dedicate your energy um, to something that's maybe more priority while earning over time. And so, you know, an effective business owner has employees that are doing most of the heavy lifting and and the business owner is setting up the systems and processes yes. to, to make it continue and, and optimize over time. And so I kind of view it the same way in investing. It's like, we're taking upfront risk, but we're looking for these opportunities to, to strategically place an investment into grow over time and optimize over time as well. Right. So it's kind of, to me, it's similar to like being a business owner in the sense of we take the risk and we're, we're looking for ways to, to dedicate an asset, but not dedicate our energy. And um, B, like sometimes we do have to dedicate our energy and, and it pays off or sometimes it, we dedicate yeah. our energy and it doesn't pay off, but that's how we optimize over time and learn. Right. And so, um, you know, I agree with you. I'm very grateful that we do have friends that are very, um, skilled and have experience yeah. doing this and, and we can we can learn a lot from that but um, this year I completely agree with you and crypto is such a crazy world and volatile world that it just makes more sense for us to find safer long-term investments where you know the returns aren't going to be as crazy as you know what you see in headlines but ultimately 
not having to dedicate energy to something while producing that return is also like that's really what what you want to look for in these investments. So um, I completely agree with you. Um, I'm excited. You know, last last thing I had for this podcast, B, was I just think it's going to be a great year. I'm just getting all these signs and signals yes, of, yeah. of, uh, of positivity and and really just, um, you know, you and I are built to see these opportunities, but I just feel like it's flowing in from like my business, from what we're seeing in crypto, from um, networking opportunities and relationship opportunities, um, just coming from a, a place of gratitude right now for everything. But, um, you know, I shared with you some some kind of cool news. And so hopefully we can bring that to the community and, and make it public uh, here soon. But Meta Athletes, I think, has a, has a strong future with some really strong partners and um, and some events. And there's there's going to be some in-person events that we'll be involved with this year that I'm really excited about. So um, all, all good stuff to come. But B, appreciate your time, appreciate your perspectives, and uh, we'll catch you next week.